Welcome to Liberty Monks Podcast. James Mundy here with Mike Mundy. How are you, Brother Mike? Every day is a blessing, sir. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. And tonight we have an amazing opportunity um, to talk to the founder of His Glory. And it's a Christian outreach and Christian ministry. Over 20 million viewers and followers throughout the world. Pastor Dave Scarlett. Pastor Dave, welcome to Liberty Monks. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, God bless you both. And uh, God is not done with this Eagle Nation. <laughs> right. And you know what? God bless you, sir. Um, we've been introduced to the wonderful things that you're doing. And I can't tell you, you're an inspiration and to Christians all over the world right now. And we need as much, many, as many people like you to stand up bravely like you are and uh, to, to, to follow God's word and teach God's word. And thank you so much for that. Well, well, thank you. It, it, people don't realize that when you stand up for Christ and you stand up for this country and our Constitution, there's a price to be paid. And um, mm -hmm. that's why we're in the situation we're in today is because the church conformed and the church didn't have a backbone at, 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 as pastors and be leaders like we did in the Black Robe Regiment to found this country, one hand with a Bible and the other with a musket in their hand to protect this great nation. And that's changing now. The remnant is waking up and it's time to fight in the name of Christ for this, this, this country and the world. Amen. Amen to that. Um, now, Pastor Dave, you're former military, um, correct? What, what branch of the military did you serve in? I was a Marine. You're a Marine. No kidding. Or as they say once a Marine, always a Marine. Yep. I have my Marine Corps K-bar always with me on my desk. Fascinating. Awesome. And then um, when, when, when was your tour over? I was done in uh, the late 80s. I, I was uh, security forces. I was part of guarding the naval, our naval facilities in Yokosuka and Kamasea, Japan. Gotcha. And now you, uh, you came to the word and found Christ down a path that not many people get to experience and actually talk about, right? You had a near-death experience, correct? Yeah, actually, too. Um, I was a director of three Fortune 100 companies. I'm the least likely to become a pastor, probably on the face of the earth. I'm a Marine. Just recently, I found out I'm from the tribe of Judah. And then uh, I was in the corporate world for three, a, direct, a director of three Fortune 100 companies. And then I had a, a time that I died. I went to heaven. I saw the glory of heaven, came back, saw Jesus at the end of my ICU bed. And then I was taken up a second time and died looked over the doctors, came back, and the Lord said, now do you want to work for my glory, for my purpose and my glory instead of working for corporate America? And then he put me in a cave for many years just to, to, to learn his word and prepare for this, that's such a time we're in today, such a time as this. So I gave up the corporate world, the money, uh, to go into ministry to make nothing and to get literally more attacks. I've had more death threats and attacks uh, now than I probably ever have because we're telling the truth. We're, we're bringing in uh, military generals. General Flynn is on every month. General McInerney, General Valley have strong ties to Israeli generals, and it's a target. We've been a target, and that's why I said when I when we opened up, there's a price to pay to be a Christian. You have to be able to stand up for such a time as this. You did, can't you ever, did you ever think that being a pastor would be more dangerous than being a Marine? It literally is. I have had more threats on my life since being a pastor uh, than, than I did when I was in the Marines. More I have threats had, on your life? Yeah, more threats on my life. I've had, I've been poisoned three times. I've been, they've tried to take me out at least three times uh, with various different weapons. 
And uh, unfortunately, everywhere we go and we travel for these events, I have to have former military keep us secure and my family secure because, you know, we're, 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 we're being bold and going out and telling the truth that yeah. the, 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 the evil does not want to hear. And um, we've, we've been a target, but that won't stop us. I have to ask you, um, what what was it like being in the presence of Christ? I have to ask you that question. I just, when you just said that, the Holy Spirit came down and just completely uh, warmed me up with goose pimples. It is the most amazing thing. The Apostle Paul said it best. No eye can see or no ear can hear or mind can conceive what God has in store for those who love him. He was talking about when he was taken up to the third heaven. The third heaven and the light, the glory, the peace, the shalom, the unconditional love is absolutely amazing. You can't even put into words. Everything is smells better, tastes better, more vivid. And then when I saw the light of Christ, when I came back, I was a bull. I said, Lord, because the Lord started talking to me, giving me prophetic words, telling me things that were going to happen before they happen, and keeping me encouraged. And I said, you know, I just went to heaven, and you're giving me these prophetic words. I, I, I asked for it all. I said, I want to see Jesus at the end of my bed and in my ICU room. And before I could even get that prayer out, there he was shining in all his glory and just magnificent and that love and that peace and just glow, but like a glow you never see, just white glow. It was amazing. So I've visually seen Jesus two times. I saw him a second time about a year ago when I was at the Western Journal headquarters. We were interviewing General Flynn. And Jesus showed up literally right in front of us before John Flynn came out. Wow. You, I mean, what did you do? <laughs> it just, you just, you're in awe of him. You just give him the glory. You're just like, it, it's, you, you can't put it in words. It's just, it's wow. absolutely amazing. And that's what gives you the faith and the fight and the hope because you know your home is on high. You know, I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. I believe in the word of God. But I have an advantage over everybody else that's out there. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I know it's true. There's no doubt where my home's going to be when my time is up. Until my time's up, I'm going to battle like a Marine. And that's what Christians don't understand. We the Life is a boot camp and boot camp for him. And it doesn't stop until he takes us home. And that's why we have to be up every day saying, what are we going to do for his purpose and his glory every day? Well, and, and you, I, I, that's awesome that you said that because Mike and I were just talking about this, about how there's so many people that are, you know, and faithful Christians, and that's great, um, that are sitting back and just almost relying on Christ to save us right now in this time. I mean, not save us in the sense of to be saved to go to heaven, but to come down and rescue us from this tyranny and I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be. I think you're supposed to have faith that your actions are going to be what he wants you to do, right? Um, that you're going to take godly actions. You're going to you're going to spread his word and you're going to behave and act in a way with complete faith that that what you're doing is the right thing to do. Am I reading that right? I, mean, I don't know why people are sitting down right now on their hands. You know, the biggest problem is that the church or the so-called church, they don't read the word of God. Only 10% of the church reads the word. If you read the word in its entirety with the, with with your heart, you're going to understand how God has always called us out to be active with him. It's never to sit back and clap and wait and pray and hope things happen and rely on him. We have to rely on him, but we have to take action. 
I keep this rock in my hand. Last time I was in Israel, I took this out of the Valley of Elah. This may be one of the same rocks that David took against Goliath. You know, he knew God had that battle won against Goliath, but David still had to take five stones and step up in faith to take the shot. And that's what we as Christians need to do. We got to take the rocks, trust in the Lord, but we have to take the shot, what he tells us to do. Well, um, we appreciate that commentary. And, you know, there's, there is just so much craziness going on in the world right now. And I know you're no stranger to that. You see it every day. You hear about it. I'm sure in your congregation, people telling stories of what, what's happening to them. It seems to be open season on persecu- persecution of Christianity and Christians right now. Well, it seems like most, if not all other religions are being treated as a protected class. You know, what do you see as the driving force behind this persecution? The, the, the timing is Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, the seasons, we're in that season. He told us what these exact things would happen before the coming of the Lord. And, you know, we, we got fat and complacent in the church. You look at the 60s. We took God out of schools. We took we, we aborted babies, murdering of babies. And we allowed this pandemic to, and churches to shut down, to shut down because they couldn't preach the word of God. We could, they conform to the world and to man's government instead of standing up. And Jesus warned us that, you know, the world's going to hate you because it hated me first. But I've overcome the world. So that we knew we were going to be in trials and tribulations. That's probably why he, the Lord made me a Marine before he put me as a pastor, because I'm battle tested. But you're never battle tested enough. You don't think you're going to go through the battles like you do being for Christ is worse than when you were in the Marines. Yeah. And, you know, you, you said it yourself, the, the church, um, the, the church, the, the church doesn't seem to be on board with that. Right. Um we're seeing, uh, I don't know if you saw this, it was um, uh, Archbishop, Arch, it was a whistleblower in the church, Archbishop uh, Vagano. Yep. Um, and yep. he's echoing what many are people are, are echoing across the world, saying that the vaccines specifically, you know, are gene therapy, experimental, and, um, you know, one of the main ingredients being genetic material from aborted fetus, as you mentioned, abortion a minute ago. Now that's become mainstream acceptable and almost in a satanic way what they expect out of people now um while the media keeps pushing this narrative that there's you know that there's no actual religious basis for exemptions from the vaccine mandates um what is your take on this what what do you see uh, from your from your perspective and from what you've seen in, in dealing with your congregation and the millions of people that you have that uh that listen to the word of god through you well, it's, it's pure evil. There's no, no ifs, ands, or buts. What's, what Satan is trying to do is push God's timeline up. It's not time yet. People are saying we're, in, we're, we're, we're heading for a tribulation. Yes, we're heading for a tribulation, but we're going to have a day of the Lord first. We're going to have a revival. And the Lord is waking us up. Whoever thought two years ago that this persecution would come to the church in the United States, Canada, Australia. You know, we had a whistleblower come forward in Australia last week. He literally had to call us from a cave. They took his weapons away. They, they, they took his livelihood away. This is Australia. And if we don't think that's going to happen in America, we need to wake up and stand in the gap for, for Jesus Christ. Because for such a time as this, it's a battle. It's a battle for Christ. And it's a battle for the livelihood of this, this, this great republic that we have. The reason why America was such a great country and will be again is because of our Judeo-Christian values based on our constitution. Our forefathers knew that they couldn't do it without God. And what are we trying to do? They're trying to pull God out of everything. And we got to put him back in and put him first 
and we got to get the lions. It's no no time for the sheep anymore. I'm not worried about sheep. I'm I'm I want to get the other lions awake for this battle, and that's where we're at today. And uh, so those who understand it, they have this great peace and shalom because they know Christ has it, and they know we have to fight this battle. And when you build yourself around other lions and you get that tight group and that remnant gets stronger and stronger and stronger, you get that unity together. That's the way the church was supposed to be. Christ the head, we the body working in unison together to do the great commission for his purpose and his glory. And he had to wake the church up because the church allowed this to happen on their watch. It certainly did. And it doesn't seem to be, it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, there's been a rapid decline. Um, in attendance of Christian churches and fewer and fewer Americans identifying themselves as Christians. I guess, how does that tie in? Why is that happening? I think it's, it's part of that's fake news. What you're seeing is the attendance in a physical building is declining. Okay. And we're seeing the, the, the people who are leaving those mega churches, the mega church, because they, they conform, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they shut down in some cases. They're giving you the itchy ears. It's for uh, prosperity gospel. So the truth of God, it's watered down. But that remnant is going into homes. I remember Jay Vernon McGee 30 years ago said in the end days, the church would go back to a home-based church. And that's exactly what's happening in the world. Iran has the fastest growing church probably in the world. It, the underground church in Iran for Christ is absolutely uh, incredible. China, the same way, is moving into Afghanistan. Wow. And we're seeing that remnant in the United States as, as well. The church is, is stronger today than it ever has been. The true remnant church is. What God is doing in this period is separating the wheat from the tear. The religious spirit, the conforming church versus those who truly are all in and love him and put everything into his word and make that a tablet on their heart, because this is the truth. People ask me all the time, what, what is, what is, what is your, what is your doctrine? It's right here. There's only one doctrine. It's his doctrine. I'm called to be a servant to follow his precepts and obey, uh, 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 precepts and commandments, not in deter, uh, to, uh, to change it, not to make it a la carte, but to be an obedient servant for his purpose and his glory. When you mentioned um, Australia and what's happening there, and we're seeing countries, and you know, Canada's doing the same thing, and they did was here in the U.S., you know, tyrannical restrictions um, on worshiping and, and also on attendance in church, while liquor stores and Best Buys and Walmart and Costco and all these stores are open. I guess, what do you believe to be the motivation for all of this tyranny? Evil. Make no mistake about it. Yes, there's, you know, the people say follow the money. That's part of it. But it is an evil one world system. It is the book of Revelation. It is an antichrist spirit. A Jezebel spirit is trying to push the timeline up. But we know what the Bible says. There's going to be a revival in the scripture before that event happens. And God is using this time to wake people. I'm seeing more people awake today than any time in my lifetime. I look at it as the opposite. I uh, I think this is, without a doubt, is the greatest time in history to be alive because what we're going to see in the next weeks to months is going to be the greatest outpouring of God's spirit that the world has ever seen. The question is, are you going to be a part of it or not? Or are you going to sit on the sidelines? Because God, God, God will prevail. He is not done with this evil nation. Well, and... Um... 
one of the things that Archbishop uh, Vagano said was he said that we're at war with this new world order. And I think um, our listeners know exactly what that is uh, because of who we've had on and, and uh, their commentary about this. Uh, this new world order agenda and that Pope Francis is in alliance with those who are behind it, presumably the deep state, right? I mean, yes. does, this mean does this mean we have a deep church? I mean, is that what we're dealing with here? Well, Jesus warned us about that in the parable of the mustard seed. He said the birds of the air would come into the mustard seed. The mustard seed was the church, and it grew to be this great big mustard tree. But the birds of the air are always an idiom from evil, that Satan was always going to attack the church from within. And that's exactly what he's done. He's attacked the church from within. Uh, there are we, we have uh, 20 million followers. I bet at least a million Catholics follow his glory. Catholics that do not align themselves with the Pope. They call themselves Catholic, but they are not a part of what the Pope has to say. They're anti-Pope and his doctrine. The Pope is, as Archbishop Vangano has said, and Archbishop Vangano has proof of what's going on in the Vatican. He's sitting on a treasure trove of evidence to bring the entire Vatican and the church down. He's sitting and on proof and evidence? Proof and evidence, yep. Him and another cardinal. Is he under constant security now, I'm sure? Yes, he is. Yeah. He, I'm not going to tell you which one is which, but one of them has the physical evidence to prove the child sacrifice underneath the Vatican, videos, evidence, the whole nine yards, and another one had all the financial records that are tied to the deep state cabal evidence to bring both it, it completely down. It's coming down. It's just a matter of when. Well, this is these are things that we've heard. You know, again, you do you go on these rabbit holes and you find all these things online. And one of the things that uh, I looked at and that we've researched is exactly what you just said. And you know, a part of you uh, just doesn't want to believe it. I'll be honest with you. A part of you doesn't want to believe that anybody would be that cruel to a child. But you're saying that there's direct evidence of this and no. that this is going to come public. Yeah, not only is there direct evidence, oh, I, I personally, I have personally seen it. You've personally I, seen it. I've been connected to the other cardinal that, as far as I know, is still keeping himself in in hiding and secret, mm -hmm. not announcing his name. And the archbishop you just mentioned has been more public, uh, but I know they they both are sitting on treasure troves, and I've seen I've seen the financial evidence, and I've also seen pictures that are un. 100% accurate and true of what has happened in the, underneath the, the bottles of the Vatican. It is going to shock the foundation of the Catholic Church. And that's where true lovers of Christ are going to have to, there's going to be millions and millions of Catholics when this comes out and say, we put our hope in a Pope, what are we going to do now? Well, you right. shouldn't have hope in a Pope. It's always been in Jesus Christ. And we, the true church, are going to have to reach out to those brothers and sisters of in the Catholic faith to say, there's only one way. It's Christ plus nothing else. It's not Christ plus Mary and the Pope and this, that, and the other thing. It's Christ plus nothing else. He's the only way. Yeah, he's absolutely the only way. And that message has been, to your point, it's been buried. It's been removed from schools. It's been removed. And it's very clear that they're, that they're coming after the children. They're masking the children. They're um, I mean, the psychological damage that this has caused, this pandemic and this lockdown and everything that's happening, we actually pulled our kids out uh, of the school system, you know, just simply because we, we, we knew, we saw the writing on the wall. Um, how, how do you think, 
how do you think that's going to play out with, you know, is this going to expand to if it's the Pope, if the Pope is being be implicated in all of this and who else does this expand to? I mean, how, how, how wide is this net? It's got to be much Dude, bigger than we all think. It's not just the Pope. So all the Catholics out there, we're not picking on the Catholics. It's yeah. the, uh, the, the interesting about the, about Catholics, uh, the fastest growing portion of the Catholic Church right now don't believe in the doctrine of the Pope. They believe in the literal infallible word of God and the gifts of the spirits for today. So they're on the right path. And that's growing, uh, I think, eight times faster than the rest of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. But it's not just the Pope. There are big mega pastors in every do- a denomination that are involved in this as well. And they're starting to come down. You're seeing resignations. You're seeing arrest. You're and you're going to see more and more of this house of cards come down inside the church. So these are just these are wolves in sheep's clothing. I mean, is this uh, or were they just corrupted? I mean, did they have? Has it, were they always like this, or were they just? Did Satan just get to them? Uh, I the people ask me that all the time. I, I can't judge the heart of these people, but based uh-huh. on evidence I've seen, it falls into several categories. There are some that have conformed because they want to keep the tithes coming in. So they, you know, they just ignorantly just follow this particular path. There are some that have gotten involved and can't get out. And there are some that are just, I believe, lost their soul completely. And they're just pure, evil, demonic from Satan and just house themselves in a church to do the most disgusting thing to children you could ever imagine. Man, oh, man. I mean, that is... um... Again, uh, hearing it, hearing it, the way that you're describing it just reaffirms the things that Mike and I have looked at. I mean, Mike, you and I have done our research and we've seen, you know, we've seen a lot of the of, of this online. I mean, um, more than we care to to even talk about. But uh, hearing you say this is uh, pretty intense um, leveling, man. It really is. Um, now, to your point, you know, we have to rise up and we have to be strong and the children of this world need us and our brothers and sisters need us. And um, I'm so thankful that you're telling us all this. Um, you know, he, he, the Pope's even calling, you, you have to know he's in on all of this. And again, not to pick on one person, but he's calling the jab and, you know, to get the jab is an act of love. You know, yeah. this thing's poison. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, uh, that, that is pure evil because we know based on, reports and whistleblowers that as public, this is not going down a rabbit trail. We know without a shadow of a doubt that there are uh, the fetus of a baby in these jabs. So uh, how any pastor, how any Pope can say that's okay, even if it were, even if it was okay to take that in itself is no, absolutely not. And we now know, I believe without a shadow of a doubt that what they're taking is uh, is is harmful and done intentionally. I have yeah. enough attorneys and uh, doctors that have come on the His Glory Network, and the proof uh, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it, it, the, the, we're starting to see more and more of it. You're starting to see, to your point, whistleblowers from all different angles talking about the vaccine deaths and. Mike, there was something that you found earlier today. I believe it was, I can't remember what country it was, but that they actually publicly declared some things about the the vaccine mandates, didn't they? Or about the vaccine in general? Yeah, it was Ireland. Ireland's uh, government posted a uh, warning today that it, 
they just realized there was uh, adverse reactions and some of them are strokes and sudden death and oh they just realized it huh that's that took them a couple of years to realize that yeah yeah wow so so within his glory within your ministry then um you know how I would presume that this message you're, you're getting this message through to the 20 million people that follow how, what have the reactions been like as you're starting to unveil a lot of these truths? Well, those who have been with us for a while, uh, for years, it actually has happened a prophetic word in January of 2017. He gave me 17 scandals that were, were going to happen and they're all happening right before our very eyes. Every one of them. He told me that these would be the greatest scandals in the history of the United States. It would be a house of cards. He also said um, the seven pillars of man's society, their idols would come crashing down in evil. And out of them would come up a remnant for his purpose and his glory he would restore. And we're seeing that. We're seeing hospitals that, we, that, that are firing people because they won't take the vaccine. Now doctors are starting their own hospitals, bringing in their own nurses. So you see the kingdom of God changing this around already. It's amazing. That's incredible. Um, and I would presume we're going to start seeing a lot more of that in a lot of other industries. I mean, there's attorneys being fired. There is medical personnel being fired. Now police are being fired. And now we're also seeing there's this supply chain shortage um, or this crisis that it's funny, the White House doesn't want to talk about this being a crisis of any kind. They say it's a good thing. I'm not sure how they could possibly think that. But have you been following what's happening with the supply chain? Absolutely. Yeah, this is this is done intentionally. Uh, this has been uh, stated privately, privately to me and Intel sources. And I had General McInerney, General Valley, and General Flynn confirm it publicly on his glory network that they are trying to bring down the dollar, trying to bring down the stock market, trying to do any type of 9-11 false flag event, crash the economy, choke off the economy for a great reset. So you're a former Marine and you said you've had some generals on and I realized that there's, I heard that 50,000 Marines may be out of a job here soon. Is there a worry that we won't be able to protect this country? There's a huge worry. You think about this. Who's behind this? It goes back to China. You know, as General Flynn has said publicly and Mike Lindell, who American hero has said publicly, uh, this is a, a domestic attack on the United States of America and a foreign attack at the same time. And if you are China, the greatest way to destroy America is from within to get their military, get your military to, to, to either take a vaccine that they can control you with that vaccine or get military members to quit or be forced out of the military. But that's against the Nuremberg Code of 1947, as General Valley tells. If you are a Marine or you're any service member, you have to take them to a military court because that is an unconstitutional. We're sworn in to follow the Constitution of the United States as soldiers, not to the commander in chief, not to your, 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 uh, your commanding officer. It's the Constitution. And if somebody gives you an unlawful order, which that is an unlawful order on the Nuremberg codes, um, you're to, 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 to refuse it and let the chips may uh, fall where they may. And that's what's what's happening. Will we get to that point? Uh, I don't believe we'll get to that, that point because I, if the American people and the service people step up, God's going to come in at the, la at the last second to do that. But we need we need to push forward. We have to we have to be engaged to make this happen. 
Because for people to think that we, we're on the we're on the precipice of losing this 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 great nation, people don't realize how serious this is. From a national security uh, perspective, to uh, our, our rights, our freedoms, every aspect of what made America great and the great republic, which was famously said, if we could keep it, we're not going to keep it unless we the people stand up and say, "There's more of us than them," and we the people say, "You step down." And you're starting to see that in certain airlines. I know there's a attorney coming on next week that's filing a lawsuit, uh, a class action lawsuit against United Airlines. Then it's going to be American Airlines, then Southwest. Uh, he's going after them all and he's building up a team of lawyers. That's exactly what we have to have happen across all specters to, to sue the school boards, to sue these, these, these airlines, to sue the Lockheed Martins of the world that are forcing you to do that, to sue your commanding officer if you're in the military. There is a process through the military, through the Uniform Code of Military Justice, to get that done, to get true justice. Well, and, you know, one of the things that we've talked to several guests about is just, you know, the apathy. You know, they're, they're, to your point, we need people to stand up and be strong. Right now, you see a lot of women doing this. You see a lot of, they're poking the mama bears. When you start messing with their kids, you start, you're starting to see strong, resilient women stand up to these school boards. And now they're being labeled as domestic domestic terrorists. And, you know, and I've heard a few people say, you know, this is great that that's happening, but where are the men at, right? Where where are the men that are supposed to stand up and, and take that role, even to defend not that women can't handle themselves, but that is our job, right? Is to defend our families and defend our communities. Does it concern you at all that I know people are awakening, awakening and I, I see it every day and Mike and I see it every day. Does it concern you that it's taking a lot of time, it seems like, for this to really catch on? It's always concerning when you put it in man's time frame instead of God's time frame. Uh, God is, has this all planned. He knows how this is going to work. And uh, the biggest question I always get from Christians and patriots is when, when, when. And if you don't focus on the when, it's he's already won. And we're going to be engaged with him. Don't worry about when. It's going to happen. The more people get engaged, the more they become lions. It's going to happen. Don't worry about the when. He will do it on his time frame. And it will be sooner rather than later. I can tell from the spiritual realm, and the physical realm of what's going on, just in the news cycle in one day now, mm -hmm. you can see that great movement is moving towards getting our country back. Yeah, and you you mentioned that you've talked to people like General Flynn. He's used to mention he's on once a week. And um, what are you hearing out of his camp? Well, General Flynn keeps his, 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 uh, his, his cards close to his chest, but uh, publicly. I could, I could appreciate that. <laughs> he's telling you exactly what I said publicly. Hey, they're gonna, this is what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, it, it was an attack foreign. It was attacked domestically. They're, they're going to try to bring down the dollar. They're going to crash the economy. They're going to try to do a, a, a false flag of any that they can, a 9-11 type event. Uh this is war at General Boykin. General Boykin is in a movie that we're going to be launching in about three weeks about what really happened on January 6th. And General Boykin, General McInerney, and General Flynn are all in this movie, this documentary. And General Boykin says in this movie, we're at war. Make no mistake about it. We're at war. It's not your conventional war. We haven't seen a war like this. It's a PSYOP war. It's a war of the mind. It is a war to... With, with, with technology and jabs to get us through bioweapons 
instead of just getting in front of your army in the, in the ways of, you know, World War One or World War Two. Yeah, I mean, I it seems to me like it's a war for our minds. Yeah, you know, a war for the minds of and our souls because. You know, and I even heard certain people talk about, you know, that the jab is or, you know, something that they have up their sleeve is the mark of the beast. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it's again, is that true? I don't know. I mean, to your point, everything's in God's hands. And so we have to have complete faith that he's, you know, that that this is already planned out. And I, I fully appreciate that. Um, what do you see right now as the as the as the biggest missing link in getting people to take action what do you think needs to happen for um i guess for for folks to fully awaken to this and, and fully embrace what's actually happening here is is what the bible tells us they get rid of self there's too many people about well why don't some why doesn't somebody else fight that you don't understand my situation they'll say i'm a doctor or i'm a, I'm a firefighter if i don't take the jab i lose my job i'm gonna lose my house i'm gonna lose my kids well, I have two answers from that. I came from the corporate world. And from the corporate world, you know what? We downsize and people lost their jobs. It seemed like every three months, you're going to lose your job one way or another in life. You change your job 10 times or whatever it is now. You're not in the same job all the time. You'll find another job. But more importantly than that, if you know morally in the Bible that it's wrong, you have an obligation to Jesus Christ to step up and say no. Some of these doctors that claim that they're Christians and they know the jab is bad and they still allow it to happen. They secretly say, well, yeah, I know it's bad, but I don't want to lose my house. I don't want to lose my family. They're part to blame. They're complicit in this. Yep. And you see hospitals doing this. You see uh, doctors doing this. Cleveland, I mean, uh, yeah, it was today. I think Jim Jordan retweeted this out. I announced this on his glory last week that they were going to do yeah. this. Cleveland Clinic is now saying if you need a heart transplant or a liver transplant or any major organ transplant, you go to the bottom of the list until you get vaccinated. Yep. That's crimes against humanity. Just, yeah. just let your audience think about that. That is absolutely insane. It is. You're seeing that. And to your point, that is insane. And it does, they've even come out publicly, the CDC, the FDA. They've come out publicly, the NIH, World Health Organization. These are all corrupt agencies, by the way, so we can't really believe anything they say. But they did come out and say that by getting this jab, you are not protected from getting the virus and or transmitting it. Right. So why the big push? Is that This is the thing, you know, and you have other countries that are taking their foot off the pedal right now. You have other countries that are saying, wait a minute, you know, there's some things happening here that aren't so great. People are dying. People are having adverse reactions, whatever. We are blindly just following these orders. And I know there's people that aren't, but we have a president that is literally just shoving this down their throats. And Mike, what, there was something that came out either today or yesterday that you showed me that they now want to vaccinate all children very quickly, I might add, between the ages of five and 11. Did you see that? Yeah, too, they, Pastor they, they, they rolled that out today. Their plans going to be to do it as quickly as possible. Whatever that means. Well, quickly as possible because they want to do it before the American people completely wake up and say enough of this and we're going to take back our country. Because if we don't, we will be like Australia yep. and we can't let it get that far. People in Australia, you asked them two years ago, could this happen to the nation of Australia? A Christian calling me literally from a cave last week because they took his weapons away. They took his job away and they've shut down the entire country. And if you don't have a vaccine, you are labeled. You can't you can't sell. 
Yes, it's the mark of the beast. It's not that time yet, but it's the Antichrist system that will be set up later. They can control you. Do you, uh, Pastor, do you, do you think that the, that Antichrist spirit is here? There's no doubt. We, we look at the Antichrist. The Antichrist spirit has been, it's not the first time. It, since the fall of Adam and Eve in, in the garden, Satan has had a, what we call an Antichrist, not the end time Antichrist that will come in in the middle of the book of Revelation and declare that he's God, the abomination of desolation. But he's had that Antichrist spirit always going, whether it would have been Nimrod or Hitler. There's always been somebody fulfilling uh, a role, and it's usually around the destruction of the, the Jewish people because they know the Messiah is coming through the Jewish line uh, and or the destruction of a nation that supports Israel like the United States of America did. And do, do, you, do you think that's why we see Israel as the highest percentage in the jab rate i'll call it um in the world is that why is that a, is that a blatant attack on israel it's a blatant attack in israel and, and people have to realize there's there's two israels there's a biblical israel and there is a deep state horrific cabal that is actually worse in israel than it is in the united states so we can't just blank, blankly say we support all of israel all of israel is good it's only biblical israel uh, the remnant of biblical Israel, because there is a lot of bad, bad people that uh, are in, in, in Israel trying to destroy that country and the world. So, Pastor Dave, um, from where you from where you stand, what is the main reason for this vaccination, the, the, the jab? Why are they doing it? What is the end goal? It is a one world government, make no mistake. I mean, the UN and the Voss, all of them have told the dates. They did made it blatant. This is by 2030, I think is the date. It's on their website. So you can just go check it out. What their goal is a one world order, one world government, a one world religion, exactly the way the Bible tells us it's gonna be in the end days. That is the goal. The population, the population, have control, have the rich control the, the peasants, uh, being a buy and sell that you can control uh, the people for whatever purpose you want them to uh, be slaves to. And that's where we're at. And America is that last great uh, obstacle for that to happen. But God is not, it's not time yet. But that means everybody has to rise and say, no more, we're gonna fight. Uh, and as General Flynn said, they didn't think we would uh, get back up and fight. and we're getting back up and fighting. And that movement is getting stronger and stronger. It needs, it needs to accelerate. That's why you've got to get more bold. And you're a Christian. If you truly love the Lord Jesus Christ and you're just sitting on a couch eating Cheetos, you're not doing what the Lord told you to do because you have to be active. You have to be active for his purpose and his glory. How do you, how, how do you, what, what do you recommend people do to get active? What, what are, what are your, I guess, um, pieces of advice for people, what actions can they take and should they take? Well, it, it can start as simple as your lo local uh, school board. If you're going to keep your kids in school, fight the school board. Mama bears are coming up and fight the schools. And if you can't fight the schools, defund the schools, get rid of the schools, start homeschooling. We did that with our kids. Just get them out of that. Why would you want your kids to go through that type of, of, of education that is, is changing their mind and taking them away from God anyway. 
Yeah. You can get a lo local sheriff. Get Know what your local sheriff. He, they own so much constitutional authority in our constitution. They can deputize. Where was it yesterday? Uh, in Texas, one of the uh, one of the, uh, the sheriffs deputized the entire a bunch of people in the county uh, really? to keep the safe. That's what a constitutional sheriff can do. Yep, uh, right. And you may see separation. of we, we never thought that was going to happen. We may be, see red states and blue states. We may see the Texases of the world. Uh, Christians and conservatives move to states that uh, follow the Constitution versus states like New York and California that won't. Uh, but willing to take it and put everything on the line. And one, all it takes is one. We had this nurse, Danny, that was on OAN and I think Fox News last week. She was on with us yesterday. It was just one nurse standing up to say, no, I'm not going to do it. Being a nurse for 16 years. It emboldened many other nurses to say, you know what? I'm gonna, if one nurse can do it, I'm going to do that. So every, no matter where you work, if you're a doctor, you can do that. Whatever you're a firefighter, a police officer, a military, just say no and get groups of like-minded people and say, wait a minute, it's we the people. We're going to say the no, say no together, and we have, uh, we have numbers and unity. And there's lawyers that will take these class action lawsuits. We're going to have a lawyer on next week that's going after the airlines. Uh, a good friend of our, um, our His Glory family, Lee Dundas, has got breaking news coming as soon as tomorrow about a lawsuit as well. Uh, Thomas Renz, another attorney, has got class action lawsuits. I mean, these are American heroes. These are American patriots. Mike Lindell fighting for the election integrity, putting it all on the line. Uh, that's what we have to do. We, we have to go. We have to go to battle. Yeah, Lee Dundas had one incredible, I mean, she's had several, but I remember kind of the initial part of this was one absolutely incredible speech she gave in front of a school board when they were trying to mandate the, uh, make basically turn the school district in Orange County, California into a vaccination center. Yep. And it worked. Oh, yeah. And she went yep. just, it was amazing. Well, she's not done yet. Uh, I just spoke to her yesterday, the day before. She's not done yet. She's got some major announcements coming. Well, that's great to hear. That is absolutely great to hear. One of the things that we keep looking at, and you know, we've interviewed some people that have talked about this, and I wanted to get your take, but the Georgia Guidestones. Are you familiar with the Georgia Guidestones? Briefly. Briefly. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't gone into depth on it. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, it more or less just talks about uh, it's they're, they're written in all the, the, I think the eight or nine key languages uh, in the world. And it starts off with maintaining a population of 500 million people and then it goes into a bunch of more tyrannical and just absolutely absurd things but it kind of makes you wonder doesn't it if that's their game plan and they've put it out there for the public to see i mean it seems like they're not hiding anything anymore those have been there since the 80s but they're not hiding anything online anymore it seems like this is all very very public i mean klaus schwab has the book called the great reset i mean they're 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 coming out with a full arsenal of weapons against us and to your point, we have the, the greatest weapon of all, which is which you can't uh, can't argue with that because you to your point, God, God knows how this works out and God wins. But um, I guess with with where you sit, what what I know we're up uh, up against our time with you, but what what parting words and what things would you like to leave our listeners with um, that can perhaps help inspire them to do what they have to do? There's two major things that we're called when we're born into this world, we're born into sin nature. And the only way we get out of this evil world of sin nature that Satan brought in 
is to have a love relationship with our Messiah, our Christ, Jesus Christ. And that's first step is to repent, ask Jesus to be Lord of your life. That's number one, most important thing in our entire life. Number two, just as important is for such a time as this, God has a will for every single person that loves Jesus Christ and accept them as Lord of their life. You have to find what that will is for God, God has for your life. And you have to execute that will for his purpose and his glory. Because when he takes you to home, the only thing you want to hear from him is, well, well done, my faithful servant. You followed my will. It's one thing to say, I'm a Christian and sit back. Well, he'll come someday, mm-hmm. clap nicely. Well, no, 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 no. If David just would have sat clap nicely, God could have handled it, but God wouldn't have because he wants us to be active in it. He wants us to participate. That's what kind of loving God he is. He wants to go hand in hand for the victory. And that's the biggest thing people have to realize. Each person has a will. Once you accept him, you have to put on the full armor of God and get ready to go to battle for him and fulfill that will. Because, you know, some people are waiting for the rapture of the church. Well, you may not see tomorrow. You might get hit by a truck on the way home today. We have to worry about today and knowing Christ today. Satan's favorite day of the week is tomorrow. We'll get right with Jesus tomorrow. We'll find God's will for our life tomorrow because we're too busy. No, we have to make that a priority today. And we find God's will in our life and we execute and we move hand in hand with his will. Victory is assured. Thank you for that. That's uh, that's powerful stuff. And we greatly appreciate that. Um, where can people find, uh, where can people find you and your ministry? Uh, uh, I know it's his, his glory, right? But, um, where, where else can people find the, the incredible works that you're doing and, um, hopefully get, uh, their own path to find Christ, uh, through, through your work. Yeah, we're, we, we have our website, www.hisglory.me. We'll be launching www.hisglory.tv, which will be these movies that we talked about. We're doing Christian Patriot right. movies. We'll be launching one in three weeks. But www.hisglory.me, that has all of our programming. We're moving to 24-7 TV and radio content worldwide. Uh, and we're on every social media platform. We have an app, uh, Facebook. I think we have 1.7 million followers on Facebook. Um, but the main thing is come to our website. It's secure. We built, we're building our own servers protection from, you know, the tyrants that will try to take you down. Um, we will be protected behind that firewall. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And everything that, um, um, that, uh, pastor Dave just talked about is going to be in the description. So anybody wants to go and check that out, I absolutely encourage it. Um, whether you go to church or not, it's not about that. Please you know, give that a, give that a shot. Um, I'm going to do the same. I can't wait to go in and check that out, Pastor Dave. And I can't thank you enough for being on. Well, thank you so much. We, it's unique. We have patriots are coming into his glory and they're, they're learning and accepting Jesus Christ. We have Christians that don't know how to be patriots and are becoming patriots. You asked me about my shirt. That's why that shirt, they're converging together. Yeah. Christians, Patriots are coming together. And if you have a Christian patriot called by the Lord Jesus Christ, united for this country, we cannot fail. And we won't fail. Beautifully said. Um, Well, Pastor Dave, God bless you. Um, God bless what you're doing. God bless everybody out there listening right now. God bless this great nation and everywhere in the world. And until next time, um, we'll leave you with that. And thank you so much again. God bless you. Thank you so much.